The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast, we'll be discussing Bow Wow Allegations, 21 Savage and Ice, the Grammys, major deals for some Black celebrities. We'll also get into our Scammer of the Week, followed by our segments, What the Fuck Were You Thinking?, what fucking year is this? And our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. You never thought I'd make it this far, did you? You always had to make it hard for me. But I'm a motherfucking star, bitch, didn't you know? Can't you hear that applause for me? My brother Eve told me some niggas just wanna be safe. And some niggas just wanna be great. Which one of you? Let's go make history today. Let's go make history today. Boy, use your brain, only your heart can lead. You'll figure your way, man, this shit ain't for me to say I cut my love until my heart can bleed I'm on the road, I guess it ain't meant for me to stay But I'm here with you I'm here with you I'm here with you I'm here with you Hey world, your favorite movie is on, it's called Attack on Niggas the fathers that didn't pass, they all stacked in prison. But that shit don't get a pass, no, that shit don't get a grant. Might as well go fill a bag, ride around, no tinted glass. Why I can't have tinted glass? Cause that costs suspicion. Cop flash like Cinemax, don't lack ammunition. Might as well go get it again, might as well go give it back. Don't know if they'll get it right, but I know that we'll get it last. Might as well go spin a rack at a black owned business. Had my mind on hoes, now I'm back on business. It's real. Back to what's important, I'ma build with you Cause you here for me, and I'm here with you Yeah, oh shit, that's loud What's up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy And I'm Courtney And we back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast On this, uh, what's the second week of Black History Month? Yes, sir And why don't we just go all support a black-owned business Like, uh, how you say his name? Boss? Bass? Mm-hmm which one? The second one. Bass. That's that's how I say it. It could be Bass. I've never heard his name said though. Oh yeah, well, shout out to I him. Just... His track, Black Owned Business. I'm gonna add that to the uh to the uh playlist. And you I stumbled find... across that song. I think either last year or twenty summer twenty seventeen, and I love it. Yeah, so uh, shout out to you for putting the world on that song. Um. <clears throat> Ooh, this is DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. You can find us on uh, iTunes, uh, well, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, uh, the Google Play Store, wherever else you get your podcast for absolutely free. Um, ooh, been looking for emails. We ain't got no emails, but if you would like to email us, you know what I'm saying, your unpopular opinion, your thoughts, your concerns, you know what I'm saying, whether or not you think I say um too much, uh, Hit us up at djblazeshow at gmail.com. Also go to uh, yeah, uh, Apple Podcast app and um, leave us a review. Uh, we'll greatly appreciate that. Five stars, um, if you will. Uh, Courtney, how you been doing? Good. How about you? Uh, I'm all right. Got a little, you know how you get a little scratchy throat or whatever? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a little scratchy throat. I don't know where that came from. Oh. You been kissing up on somebody with a sore throat? No, bo. Uh-uh. <laughs> I had to hit you with a bow just now. <laughs> I hear, I hear it. Then you, you ain't never said that to me before. Then you hit, then you hit, put that root on me yesterday when I was in the store talking about um, you feeling all right. I was feeling healthy. <laughs> I was just trying to talk a little low. I don't like people being all up in my conversation. All I know is I called you yesterday, and generally we really don't be on the phone like that for real. We just text whatever it is, no matter how lengthy it is. And I just was like, "Fuck that!" I'm gonna call him, and I just didn't know who I was talking to on the phone. Like, I think this was I was talking to the Brandon that had on that suit when you had broke the internet last year. You remember that? Uh, that wasn't Brandon. That was my first name. Now we're not gonna say that. You are, you already put my middle name out there, but the person in the suit that's my first name. I mm. to say my first name. But, mm-hmm. uh, that's who that is in the suit. You don't want to meet him. <laughs> He's all about business, baby. <laughs> Boy, if you don't hush, all I know is that tone yesterday was real bougie and sounded even a little nasally. So I Whoa. was just like, I mean, are you all right? I'm always nasally. That's You know how like, everybody got a flaw, you know what I'm saying, about themselves that they don't like or mm-hmm. whatever. One of my flaws is the fact that I don't have any hair on my head. Um, that's something I really can't do nothing about. But I hear they got some kind of surgeries, you know, it's out there. I might get my money up and get one of them. And also, I don't like the way I sound. Like, I feel like I sound nasally. You know what I'm you saying? You don't always sound nasally. That was the first time I ever heard you sound nasally. So that's why I thought something was wrong. Like, is he coming down with a little cold and he got the sniffles or something? And then know. you were like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm in the store. I don't, I, what, how do you want me to sound or whatever the hell you was you know, just real bougie mm, on my line yesterday. You 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 made me sound like a Kardashian just now, and I did not sound like a Kardashian male. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just something with like people in my family or something sound like that. Because um, one of my cousins, uh, he passed away. He uh, Friday. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he he had like a, a, a nasally tone a little bit. His voice is like a, way deep in the mind, but he talked kind of nasally too. So I don't know. Maybe it's something with my family, like how we talk or something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just my sinus is fucked up. But um, potentially, I know when you were talking about flaws people don't like about themselves. One thing that I I didn't used to care for about myself was that I'm just naturally loud. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> At one time, I was just kind of like, gosh, I wish I could be quieter. Like, why? Like, naturally, it's just not. But then I don't really do family reunions, but I took time and went to the family reunion on my mom's mom's side and then Mm -hmm. on my mom's dad's side. And they loud. They loud as fuck. So I was like, yep. You know know how you was like, when I said I'm nasally and you was like, you're not really nasally? Um, Mm -hmm. When you said um, I'm loud, all I did was sip some tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. Mm, mm. Mm, I'm loud. And look, and to, and I, look to the side like that. I never like really, realized, I never really realized how loud I was until I started dating Brittany because she is very quiet and she likes the quiet. So I never really realized how much noise I made until someone always constantly asking you like, why are you so loud? Why are you making so much noise? Why you gotta, and then I'm like, well bitch, cause this is just me. Like I'm confused what you want me to do. Like I've embraced it. You just, and, and now at this point you married me. So we just gonna be loud. That's all I got. Oh yeah. Um, my mama loud like that. Man, I, like when I used to live with my mama, <laughs> 
some, like sometimes like if I if I just feel like it, even when I was like younger, like in like high school age or whatever, even on the weekends, like if I don't feel like I'm doing nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't watching no TV, not no TV I want to see or nothing like that. And I'm just in the house. I just go to sleep early. Well, my mama, she always like to stay up late. And she'll be like on the phone and stuff. She'll be in her room and she'll be like all the way on the other end of the house. You know what I'm saying? Just talking loud. And I'll come out the room, come out my room, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm the parent, like you too loud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I live with my dad, I used to have to do that with his mama. Um, honey, on Sundays after they get out of church, my daddy would always be like, watch how your grandma come in here. And she would come in and, you know, get out her Sunday clothes and ask us what we wanted to eat, about to cook our dinner. But baby, she get that cordless phone. And be walking around loud. And they uh, walking around, talking about it, running the news. And then all you hear is say, hold on for a second. Get on the other line with somebody. I'm talking about loud cackling. Girl, I know you're joking. And run some more news and flip that, that line back over. And my daddy just used to look at it. And my dad is a fairly quiet person. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's very real, really quiet. And he never really raised his voice, even like growing up or nothing like that. So to see how loud my grandma is and I don't know, between my mom and my grandmas and the size of the family, I'm just like, hey, there's no way around it. I'm going to be loud. And if I'm drinking, oh, I'm going to be louder. Like, or if I get around my cousins and we acting out. You've been drinking today? Oh. Yeah, I'm drinking right now. Yeah. Okay. Because you loud. Shut the. All right. <laughs> I'll just fuck <laughs> Oh God, you just fell right into that one too. You just you fell right see. into that one. No, I don't. You know you love me, just like our listeners. Uh, shout out to y'all. Uh, mm, one of our send listeners. Send us some emails, y'all. Yeah, send us some emails. Um, shout out to uh, Pamela Renee too. Um, I listen to her podcast too, and. Uh, what was she talking about? Oh, she that was what she was talking about, like uh having um like insecurities that nobody know about or whatever. And like like she was like people might mention something to her because she's like, you know, I get she said growing up she was like real slim or whatever. So like people would see her like after high school or whatever, like, oh you so small or you know what I'm saying, really kinda like hating on the low. Cause mm-hmm. you know people gain weight or whatever, so they say, "Oh, you so small or whatever." And she was like, she took it as like a diss or whatever, so it kind of fucked with her or whatever. But uh, when, I, when we, I listen to her show, I I have so much to say while she be talking. Like, girl, I need to let me call. Let me be like, let me call her real quick to tell her about. Her. I don't even got her number, but it's she hits on so much stuff. Cause even when she mm-hmm. was talking about that, I remember how little I used to be. And people always be like, you should eat something. You should eat something. But my senior year, oh baby, yeah, she it. blew up. And then my weight has just been up and down every time after that completely, just up and down. Mm. I mean, one year you see me and you're like, oh my gosh, for me like, I mean, you might say some slick shit, like the weight look good on you. Cause you know, that's how people do. And then next year you see me like, Oh, girl, but, you really lost weight. Like, you little. But what if they really do mean the weight look good on you? Because, like, that, uh, if y'all don't follow her, on, if y'all don't follow Pamela Renee on uh, Instagram, uh, <clears throat> I'm just saying the weight look good on her. Anyway. It do. <laughs> but what if, but what if, what if like, they really just mean it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be an insecurity, just, you know what I'm saying, something in your mind. It, it is. And, and unfortunately... It doesn't, their sincerity won't be noticed. 
I'm not going to say there's not anything that I can do about it because obviously it's working on myself and like becoming okay with it. But just like if you have an insecurity about something, a lot of times you're not broadcasting it to the world. Yeah, I speak my truth so no one can ever try to use it against me. But just because you speak your truth doesn't necessarily make it any more or any less of an insecurity. So it really doesn't matter. I definitely don't like snap off or, or, about it or whatever. And I just kind of nod but or acknowledge it in some real passive type of way. But it ain't it hasn't been anything that I've gotten, um, I guess, super comfortable with. Because when I was at my biggest, like, years back, I got the brute of, like, the really harsh criticisms that fed my insecurity from my family. Like, okay, all right, so, like. So, it just. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, like, all right, with her, she was, like, it was her size or whatever. Like, people didn't know. They were, like, oh, you're so small or, oh, you gain weight or whatever, right? What is mm-hmm. something that people may not know that if they say it to you or whatever, it might fuck, fuck with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there something they could Ooh, say? It is. And this is crazy to me because I was just kind of, I, I think I just recently told Brittany this. Um, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but so growing up, mm-hmm. and I hate to even feed this narrative, but growing up, um, my family always joked. I never really lived around my cousins because I grew up in Myrtle Beach, but we would always come home to King Street. And my gra- my great grandma had this huge, has a lot of land and she had a really big garden. So when I would come home, I wasn't really used to like being outside and all that, you know, heat like my cousins, not without being right at the pool. And um, they would, my grandma would send them in the yard, like go get cucumbers, tomato, lettuce, whatever. And she would be like, Courtney, I need you to clean the bathroom or wash these dishes or cut or, you know, shell these peas. But I was never outside. And so my cousin would always be like, she a house nigga. She just inside because she likes skin. Like, this is stuff they would say. And they would all laugh about it. And I would kind of laugh along, too, because, I mean, aside from me being the lightest one in the family, I also don't want to be the most sensitive in the family. But surprise, I'm the most sensitive. And it's just something that always bothered me. So then fast forward to being in school a lot of times. And I've always, for the most part of my life, had friends that were chocolate, not because that's just how I pick them, but that's just how it was. So then I was always like the light skin of the group or, you know, the just always having that stigma of like the light skin this or the light skin that. And that's something that I really don't like because ever since I was little, I've always admired chocolate skin. I wanted to be darker so bad. And I remember like sixth grade, fifth grade, I used to be in the house in the bathroom and it was this group of friends that I had in the projects, and they would always be like, you can't hang with us because you're not dark enough. And, but they just seemed so cool. Like, they was always dressed. They always had fun. They always, like, had all the snacks. And listen to what I'm saying, because this is really fifth or sixth grade, and this shit was cool back then. Like, have all the snacks. Like, your building popping, but I can't come in your building, you know, because... I'm too light-skinned. As they say, children are mean. This was a thing. And I just used to sit in the bathroom and, like, kind of cry, like, gosh, why did why don't I have skin like my mom and my aunt and my grandma and, like, most of the people that I'm looking at all the time. I'm the lightest person I'm always looking at, aside if I see somebody in public or I'm with my dad because he's a, a way lighter than me. But it was just always something that bothered me. So whenever someone would say something like light skin or even me having – 
the nickname of my dad. Like everybody called him Big Red. So then I was automatically like Little Red. I just have always hated it. And it's something that nobody knows because in the reverse, most people always think like the lighter skin is quote unquote better, which I completely hate the narrative and I hated to even get into this, but it was the reverse for me. I've always wanted to be chocolate. I always felt like they had the prettiest skin. They just were the most beautiful to me. And that was something that just always bothered me. And it essentially was insecure. So I used to always be like picturing myself dark skin, like what I would look like. And yeah, no, that <laughs> just hasn't been a thing. For do, me. do you think you like skin? I don't think I'm light skin. And that was another thing. I knew growing up, I used to be a lot lighter. A lot. Um, I don't go to a tanning bed, but over the years, I feel like I've gotten a lot darker. And so even when people still be like, oh, you red. I mean, I went from being yellow to red. Okay, that's making progress. But I still don't even think that I'm that. I just kind of think I'm like a like a pecan or something. I don't even know, but I don't think that I'm light skin, but I, I don't know if it's also something in my head because I've always admired chocolate and wanted to be chocolate. So chocolate. So then in my mind, I'm darker than how others perceive me. But even my family still is always, and even people sometimes that I don't know, they're just like, yo, light skin ass or, you know, whatever. And I'm just, I just don't feel like I am, but that's the narrative that has always been bestowed upon me. What celebrity do you think your complexion is like the same with mm, if I had to pick a celebrity let me because I was finna say Sanaa Lathan or Kyla Pratt off the top but I don't I haven't let me see maybe Kyla maybe it, and would I be too is Tiana too dark yeah she darker than you seem like uh, I thought yeah. you cause, Some, cause I just said that because I just pulled up Instagram and she had a post up and I'm like mm, maybe I thought you Kyla were like, Pratt? she look a little. I think I'm comparable. No, she lighter than me. I, that's 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 what I that's to me. I thought you, I think you're a little bit more like uh, Taraji complexion. See, and I think Taraji is light. I mean, she light compared to me, but compared to Tracy Ellis Ross, between me and Tracy Ellis Ross, she like right in the middle to me. You know what I'm saying? Like she like a brown. Yeah. But I what mean, about Kenya Moore? Well, Kenya chocolate. Never Kenya mind. Dogs, I was yeah. I was reaching. Oh yeah, you wrong. Sierra is Sierra considered a chocolate woman? Hell no, she like brown skin. So am I comparable to Sierra? Yeah, you and Sierra are probably about the same complexion. Per your pictures, okay. I ain't never seen you at, like in person in the sunlight. So right, but yeah, True. but anyway, I don't know. but that was just always my thing. So there you have it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Sierra, her ex boyfriend. Uh, you know, Super Bowl Sunday it was some uh, uh, what do you call those photos? Mug shots of him and his girlfriend, and uh, it was a lot of speculation about what happened or whatever. Um, it was he had a lot of scratches on his face or whatever, and so you know, a couple of jokes started coming out, and then people was like, "Well, if if the shoe was on the other foot and he was the aggressor, y'all would be talking, you know, saying talking about this different, you know, what I'm saying keep that same energy or whatever, whatever." Um. And so uh, now his video footage has has been released and it's showing uh, Bow Wow. <laughs> they saying that he, he he was in a jealous rage, but the uh, his video footage of them in an elevator. But I don't see how they get that he was in a jealous rage, um, or you know what I'm saying what he actually said in the video because it's 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 um it's no audio. It's just a video of him in an elevator. Um, uh, 
the footage comes from uh, the couple's apartment complex um, prior to them being arrested. Um, and he's seen screaming at uh, the young lady. Her name is Leslie inside of the elevator. Uh, he aggressively approaches her, uh, corners her, and then screams in her face. He also tries to rip something from her hand before another man steps in between the two. Uh, according to TMZ, the elevator incident occurred shortly before the two got into a violent altercation, which led bo to both parties being arrested for battery. Although most of Bow Wow's injuries were visible, Leslie maintained the rapper was the aggressor in the incident. Um, so that's the latest on him and uh, what happened. So now everybody's turning, um, I guess, turning back around on him and talking shit about him or whatever. I don't know. From from the beginning, everybody was talking shit about Bow Wow, and um, from the beginning, everybody was talking shit about him. And I definitely felt. I think I'm sure last week I was like, it don't make him right just because he was, you know, it don't make it right to clown him because he sustained most of the injuries. Um, also, doesn't make it right that he provoked her, but. I don't know. I I don't think I'm gonna move past that because I know sometimes I can be provoked and I could just still like walk away because I'm strong. I can be strong like that. But other times it takes like a point five of a second, and I'm like, oh, you want to provoke me? And then we finna go toe to toe. It just depend on what energies are flowing from me that day. So I I can't really say like, oh, even though he provoked her, she still should have kept her hands to herself. I ain't gonna say that because. Sometimes when you be provoking the motherfucker, you got to get that work, period, man. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. It does uh, make it look like, you know what I'm saying, um, he was the aggressor. Uh, and people were saying something about some show that they were on, and they were saying they, they basically have a toxic relationship, and this was bound to happen, or it probably happened before. Um, but I know they were on, like, growing up hip-hop or something like that oh okay but i've never seen it so i i never know i never knew that their um relationship was any type of toxic at all yeah i didn't know and i really i don't really i mean i don't care i mean he i don't i mean it's unfortunate that he got beat up but it's unfortunate that he didn't know his woman well enough to know that if he kept provoking her he was gonna get his ass beat up and yeah it's just just I'm, don't just don't be with somebody if that's if that's the type of space you're gonna be in, period. Mm -hmm. But I know that's easier said than done because people swear they want what they want, even when they don't want it. Yeah. Um in other hip hop news, uh I know everybody's for the past week been talking about um well since the Super Bowl, I've been talking about twenty one savage. That's something else that happened that weekend. Uh he was arrested um by ICE. Um, you know what I'm saying? Jokes float about that, about him being not being from Atlanta or whatever. Um and uh, you know, he it's it, allegedly he's been trying to um get his papers right or whatever. Um but uh one of the things was like, well what could happen to the money that he's made um since he's been here? Well uh I just got this article. It says that no matter what happens to him, um reports that the feds won't be able to touch the millions of dollars he's earned. Um if they're earned lawfully, despite his uh, illegal residency status, um, they can't be seized. So that's good uh, for him. Uh, he, currently, he still remains in custody, despite the fact that people with illegal status who are not a threat to their community or a flight risk typically are bonded out pending uh, 
deportation hearing. Um, his attorney says ICE has confirmed he was targeted for immigration enforcement and nothing more. He was never arrested by the police and some other individual's firearm and vehicle is not our concern here. Oh, yeah, that was something else. Like, they tra- they're trying to charge him with a gun um, now because it was in. The- they found a gun in his car or whatever, so. Um, yeah. Uh, I think since since then, uh, Jay-Z has got him a um, lawyer. So uh, it's going to be real interesting to see how that turns out, like, if they try to. I don't know if they try to make an example of him or what, but it's just real. It's real weird that he's been living here so long. Um, he's obviously um, famous, you know what I'm saying? I think his dad is, like, famous. Um, he's, like, some, like, psychologist or something. like. He's, like, real famous. Like, he's done been up on the radio, like, uh, on uh, The Breakfast Club before. Like, he's, like, well-known. Um, but uh, his son grew up in Atlanta in, like, the hood. So, I don't know. I don't know. His, his, he got a crazy story. But hopefully they won't send him back to wherever he come from yeah um and then i also heard that he had put in his visa a while ago and it's just been sitting like they haven't yeah like applied been, for it yeah so like he's been know. trying to uh he's been trying to get all of that um trying to get all of that you know what i'm saying situated for like four years um but i guess since he's been you know what i'm saying been a, been trying to do you know the legal thing or whatever he's been trying to get his um since he's been living legally as far as like not being in the streets or whatever, just rapping. He's been trying to get his uh status updated or whatever and um it's taking a while, so mm-hmm. And I heard like I, I used to work with a guy. He um like married a woman from like the Philippines or whatever. He went over there, found a woman, married kinda like that show Ninety Day Fiance or whatever, he did that type of shit. Bought her back over here or whatever. And he was like, it's like real expensive to like when you bring somebody over here, whatever, to get them their papers and all that kind of shit, but twenty one rich, so he can afford it. So I think they just fucking with him. Um, I think they just fucking with him too. Yeah, yeah. Another ice news. Um, I set up a fake university, enrolling hundreds of foreign students as part of a sting operation. Uh, the University of Farmington had no staff, no professors, no curriculum, and more importantly, no classes. But it did have hundreds of foreign students who may now face deportation given their willingness to participate in a pay-to-stay scheme that allowed them to live and work in the U.S. under the false pretense that they were students. Um, The students were all identified in a sting by immigration and customs agents who were secretly running the university in Farmington, Michigan. I set up the school in an attempt to crack down on pay-to-stay schemes in which foreigners paid large sums of money to enroll in false universities and receive student visas. Uh, according to the Detroit News, which first reported on the sting, ISIS fake university led to the arrest of eight student recruiters who were participants of a conspiracy to help at least 600 foreigners to stay in the U- U.S. illegally by committing visa fraud. Uh, the operation first began in 2015, the news reported, but it intens- intensified early in the Donald Trump's presidency as the, am- as the administration urged a stronger crackdown on illegal immigration. On Wednesday, <clears throat> federal agents detained dozens of University of Farmington students nationally. Uh, the students were arrested on immigration violation charges and could face deportation, and I spokesman told uh, the news. Um, 
See, it goes on and on about that shit, but that's crazy that they uh. When I first got it, I thought it was just like a sting operation, but I guess they've been doing this shit to like get a fake visa so they can come over here and work and live. Um, but they had they had the little hustle though. I mean, the little scam to get over here, fake a fake school. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, I guess the government caught wind of it and set up their own school and shut down that um shut down their little scheme. You ever got caught up in a scheme or something before? A pyramid scheme or any kind of scheme to get over on something? Mm-mm, I've never gotten caught up in a scheme. I've been a victim of scam of sorts, but I, I've never. All right, real quick, real quick before I um, ask you what it was. You ever bought like food stamps? Oh, so you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, what, what, what kind of scam you got caught up in? I don't really know that there um, was essentially a name for it. I just know I used to get these phone calls and they had like really heavy, like thick accents. And they were all the time tell me like, I need to verify like all this information, but they had the last four of everything. And I would never verify. I just sat on the phone listening long enough to see what information they had. They knew the last four of my psychotic driver's license number. Um, when I had that, they knew the last four of my social, they knew the last four of my account number, but they were asking me to verify the rest because somebody was looking for me or I was wanted in the courts and just like all this real ridiculous random stuff. And um, I just used to always hang up and like go to the website. I can't even think of the web address right now and like put it in the system about the fraud because I've been a victim of identity theft Hmm. three times now, but to that point twice. And um, one day I woke up and they when I was trying to go like get my money order for rent or something, my debit card kept declining. So I'm checking my balance and it was a Western union somewhere in Florida that had taken like four, like $533 transactions. So I'm calling the Western union. Like I'm not there. What are you talking about? And they were completely unhelpful, unhelpful. Like, well, if it came out of your account, like you had to be there. And if you, if you don't know what it is, then that's not on us. Like we're not giving you no information calling the bank, like just trying to track down the name was false. Then they didn't have anyone that they said came through their transactions and that amount that day. It was a mess, but I've always banked with either USAA or Navy Federal. So they handled it, like covering my rent and be sure they couldn't take more money out. But I ended up having to change accounts completely and they kept trying to draw because the next day before my account chain, like before everything had moved over, they took like two more payments and it kept saying the same exact thing. The bank kept trying to call the Western Union and it got to a point where the bank was like, they didn't even think the number was that was on there was to an actual Western Union. Damn. Yeah. You got scammed. That's why they were so able. That's why they were able to be so nasty to me. You got scam scammed. Scam, scam. But the place I was living at um, at the time, um, they were relatively cool about it. Like, they understood everything. They saw the information. Well, USAA was communicating with the property company, so they worked it out for USAA to get the funds directly to them, even though it was going to be after the rent due date. They didn't charge me any late fees, and USAA covered whatever else was coming out of the account. And it was just a lot. Damn. Yeah. I don't like when people scam people. Like, that's the worst. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. Now, if you get over on a damn uh, 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 a big business, then you know. <laughs> you, you here for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Um. So, yeah, uh, I guess uh, some Trump supporters would be glad about Glad about that. Um, let's see what else happened in the news. Uh, it's Sunday. A uh, lot of lot of TV shows coming out. Um, well, coming back. Um, I saw Shameless gonna come back. That's a show that comes on Netflix. It's a new show on. Uh, I'm sorry, it comes on Showtime. A new show on Showtime. Damn, what's the name of? It? It's a black show too. You got a uh, Regina Hall in it. Um, I think Don Cheadle is on that show too. I forgot. I like name. Don Cheadle. Ah, what's the name of that show? Anyway, that's coming back. The Walking Dead coming back. Also tonight, um, the Grammys is coming on tonight. Are you a Grammy watcher? No. You don't watch no Brandon, Wolf. come on. You know. Just answer I, the All you got to do is answer the question. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to uh, ask the question for the people. Well, I was I actually talk. about to change my answer. What? I watch it. I watch it on Twitter and Facebook because I feel like that should count because motherfuckers be giving play by play, okay? Oh, yeah, they do. They do. They give play by motherfuckers. I don't miss shit as long as I'm on social media. Yeah, true. Especially Twitter. Um, I don't know what Facebook gonna be doing, but yeah, you 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 can if you follow the right people, you'll uh be able to see what's going on um on uh on Twitter. We had the Grammys coming on tonight. Uh, it's a lot of uh, oh, oh. oh, go ahead, go ahead. What you about to say? Oh, my bad. I just had one to say because I was pressed because I seen something. I don't know if this was gonna be at the Grammys or not, so I could be. Like just stupid press, but I saw something that said J Lo was going to be doing the Motown tribute. That ain't the Grammys, is it? That's another that's another award show because you know it's the season of award shows all through Black History Month with just some bullshit. But I ain't even start. Yeah, that's all the Grammys. That yeah, that's the Grammys. I was I was pressed as fuck when I got on Twitter and saw that. Why? Because why is J Lo? doing a Motown tribute when other motherfuckers from Motown is still when black people from Motown is still around like I'm not not necessarily from Motown but there are black people that can do the tribute why she need to do it it's black history month she black J-Lo is not black technically she black she Afro-Latina I mean okay okay so even if I give you that there's still some other black people that I prefer to hear sing other than the Afro-Latina because I don't give a fuck what people say J-Lo got talent that I ain't gonna never knock her she got a nice ass she been had a nice ass uh you know Jenny from the block used to be down at one point I, 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 I don't you, want her singing anybody who would you rather her who would you rather have do a Motown tribute Man, and maybe she's just gonna do do mostly like dancing but would you rather have her do it or Alicia Keys do it because Alicia Keys is hosting I definitely now listen. If it was Alicia Keys' voice prior to her taking Swiss beats from Ashonda, I'd have said Alicia. <laughs> I heard somebody <laughs> else say that like they like her better before, but she sounded all right. I thought she took singing lessons and shit. I all I know is the last time that I've heard her sing, which was probably still recorded on the show. I can't remember what show it was. It was maybe I think it was 2017 these years are really running together but it was 2017 and she sung and it was bad oh uh, it was bad maybe now that, maybe that was I, like when she first stopped wearing makeup and the effects of not wearing makeup messed up her voice or something I'm not finna fuck with you on here all I know is if Mariah can get her voice back 
Cause I've heard she's gotten her bo her voice back. I haven't listened. I ain't never been no real big Mariah Carey fan. There isn't much to me about her that is classic or timeless. So I don't care. But I just know Mariah Carey was sounding real bad for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And if she can get her voice back, then maybe Alicia got hers back. But the last Alicia I heard, I would damn near almost prefer J-Lo. But I just still feel like it's other people because it could be somebody else outside of Alicia Keys, too. Why what you it, gave me her as an option? Give me what, somebody what else. It, maybe the other people did, like declined, um, kind of like uh, Ariana Grande. She said she didn't want to fuck with the Grammys this year. But they're doing a um, Aretha Franklin tribute. And uh, I know I saw Yolanda Adams' name on there. I forgot the other two people. but so. Fantasia and oh, what's that girl name? Probably Ledzy or somebody. Ain't that no, that ain't who it is. What's that lady name? Ain't it Ledzy or something like that? No, it is a Ledzy, but that ain't who doing it. Oh, I don't know. Well, you got Fantasia. <laughs> we got two out of three. Uh, this is probably be the only time Fantasia ever get to be on the Grammy. So, <gasps> why are you so mean? I'm not mean. I'm being truthful. Um, Day. Her last name is Day. Is she pronounced it Andrea? 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 Uh, sure. Okay, um, yeah, I don't really know, but um, yeah, her last name Day. They're doing it, but um, Fantasia. It don't matter that she may not ever be performing on the Grammys or get a get a Grammy. Her voice is motherfucking astounding. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um, Period. Yeah, for the niggas, she don't got a crossover voice. Shout out to her though. Ooh, ooh, Brandon, um, why are you pressing me today? I ain't pressing you. I'm being, I'm being, I'm living in my truth. I don't say nothing to you about you, <laughs> about you smoking up your house with sage and shit and shit. I don't say nothing about that. But when I speak my truth about Fantasia never winning a Grammy, here you come. Um, you get on my motherfucking nerves so bad about smoking up my house with sage. Why fuck you? Well, but I already told you about that now. What I, well, anyway. I, but that's just something I say. I say, I say it, boy and girl, and that just mean like, it, I mean, anyway, what it just kind of like whatever. But some people who may win a Grammy before Fantasia, uh, for best new artist in that category, Chloe and Haley, Haley, you know them two girls that sung at the Super Bowl. Um, mm -hmm. they're uh nominated them along with her. They're nominated for best new artist. I hope her win, cause man, I but anyway, uh, album of the year. Cardi B uh, is nominated. Drake is nominated. Her is nominated. Janelle Monae um, and the Black Panther album. Uh, all those are colored folks that are nominated. Hopefully they don't cancel each other out for record of the year. I like it by Cardi B. Uh, what else? Uh, this is America by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Rockstar, uh, Post, Post Malone. He ain't black, but 21 Savage on there. Um... Let's see what else. Song of the Year, All the Stars by Kendrick. Booed Up. That might be the song of the year. That might be the song of the year, Booed Up. I hope that win. God's Playing Again. Uh, Let me see what else up here. Black. Uh, This is America for Song of the Year also. Best R&B album. Mm, let's see if you listen to some of these. Sex and Cigarettes by Tony Braxton. Did you listen to that this year? No. Okay. Good thing by Leon Bridges. I don't even know who the fuck Leon Bridges is. I don't know who Leon is, okay. too, but I feel like I might know the song if I heard it. But no, maybe. that's the, if, that's, if, the, that's the name of the album. Good thing oh, by Leon Bridges. Is he Caucasian? No, this is. I don't know. He might be, but this best R and B. I would hope he black. Well, I don't know because um I got the the the. 
hold on, the biggest shock about somebody I was listening to real hard because he white white. Who? Um, his name legit legit. I never heard of that person. L e e g g i t. He has an EP um called Wet or the Wet Tape, and it's kind of like it, it's really good. It's very sexual and provocative. So. I mean, like real low down, dirty, nasty. But I never knew he was a Caucasian. And if you hear him and listen to the shit he's saying, and the woman that appears on some of the songs, I just never thought I could. You couldn't tell me that wasn't a tall, dark, handsome talking about that. So you be, forward. so you be, um, so you be busting it wide open to this blue eyed soul. Is what you telling me? <laughs> he got blue eyes, but I definitely went like six months and was like. Sending the EP to everybody, like if you like a little nasty, mm. little whatever, whatever, like check this out, cause and it, cause it kind of mixes some spoken words, some rapping, some singing, and I oh, love you like that spoken and, word. And I just was like, oh Lord, like this is everything, like print my pressure up. And then I just was scrolling Facebook and I see somebody posting him, and I was just like, they, somebody got to be lying. And I had to consult the white man's Google, and I'll be John motherfucking Brown. Mm. Well, uh, somebody that we know is black, her. She's also uh, nominated for Best R&B Album. Um, let me see somebody else black. Uh, that's Rack. Rack. Oh, hold on. Oh, Best Urban Contemporary Album. Uh, the Carters, Everything is Love. Chloe and Hallie, uh, The Kids Are All Right. Miguel, War and Leisure. You heard his album? Yes. You did? Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Michelle. I, damn, I ain't knew she had no uh, new music. Michelle and David. And Deggio Cello, uh, Michelle and Deggio had an album. Uh, she's nominated. I'm sure some of these black people in jazz are, uh, some of these people in jazz are black for their best jazz vocal album, but I do not know. Uh, best gospel, I'm sure some of these are niggas, but I do not know them. Um, best comedy album, oh, Dave Chappelle, I hope he win that. Oh, Chris Rock, too. He's a, uh, up there so maybe one of those two will win that Ooh, it's a whole lot of blacks oh producer of the year non-classical pharrell and kanye uh, i hope oh boy wonder too i think boy wonder black anyway i hope one of those niggas win <laughs> uh, but yeah if y'all interested in the grammys uh those are some of the nominations and all kind of stuff um i uh i um Really wish I could watch. I mean, it's a whole lot of stuff coming on tonight. Like all the shows, I said I want to watch them tonight. The game. I mean, uh, The Walking Dead. I want to watch that. I want to peek into the Grammys. I want to watch um, the shows on Shameless. Shameless, and I want to watch the other show on Showtime that comes on after Shameless. But I gotta go to work so fucking early in the morning. Meanwhile, I'm so behind on Shameless. I'm still on like season four or five. Ooh. I mean, I'm so behind. Like I, I'm so behind till every time a new season come on TV, it makes me more and more discouraged to continue. Mm. Well, speaking of shameless, uh, something that happened this week that was uh, shameful. Prada, I'm not Prada Gucci. They got into it with, uh, I guess, the black society or whatever. They had some some sweater that when you pull it over your face, it resembles a the blackface thing or whatever so everybody was up in arms and some people saying that you can't afford it so how you boycotting it and a lot of celebrities came out ti spike lee say they're gonna boycott it um 
do I have anything? I got some Gucci cologne, but I ain't wore that in a while, so really won't be a boycott. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I wear Gucci cologne too. But you wear cologne or the perfume? I wear cologne. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and they stopped selling it. Um, Balak, it's a Balak Balaclava. Is that how you say it? Black knit woman sweater. It was eight hundred and ninety dollars. Um. And I think they've been selling it for like a couple years, and somebody realized that it was uh, you know, it looked kind of funny. And but uh, I don't know. People were talking about a boycott and like um, never going back to it. Like, but uh, I was listening to one podcast when they were talking about like the uh, NFL or whatever, like boycotting it, and like the purpose of a boycott is to show your, you know, what I'm saying whatever that group's spending power is. So whenever the boycott is over, you got to go back to whatever you boycotting to make them appreciate you. Because if they can survive without you or, or they see that they don't need you, they'll just carry on and probably do some more racist shit or whatever. So if you really boycotting and you're going to boycott the right way, you're going to have to go back. Kind of like the bus boycotts. Like they boycotted the buses for like a year, but eventually they had to go back. You know what I'm saying? Um I think the boycott shit kind of backfired with the NFL shit because the NFL's ratings were up for the regular season. I think they said the Super Bowl was down like 5%, but the Super Bowl been going down for years. I think it's just because the same team been playing in it every year. Well, I also read something that said it was the Super Bowl was the lowest viewed in, I don't want to say Super Bowl history, but one of the lowest Super Bowl had the lowest views for Super Bowl in the history of the Super Bowl. Mm, that's I don't no, nah, I don't think that I was I read it. that on Google. They said it was one of the lowest viewed Super Bowls and Super Bowls. I know it was the lowest viewed uh of the past seven or eight years. Like but they but the, the ratings for the Super Bowl has been going down every year for the past, you know what I'm saying, few years. It was the lowest rated one since two thousand and eight. That's what it was, because the Steelers played the um Cardinals in that Super Bowl and it was a low rating Super Bowl and this one was lower than that one. Um but I think it's just with that, I think it was just because the game really wasn't. It was two teams that one team everybody figured would win and another team that really didn't have a huge fan base. So I think that played a part in it. Um, but like the regular season, the, the uh, ratings were up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what you're going to get people to boycott to like really make a make it effective. Um, maybe this, I don't, this. <sighs> I don't know, because all the shit that niggas really fuck with, they kind of do the right thing. Like, niggas fuck with Nike heavy, and Nike mm. kind of did the right thing with, you know what I'm saying, all of their uh, stances and stuff, and you know what I'm saying, coming out with Kaepernick. They kind of did the right thing. Um, mm-hmm. What is something else nigga, niggas fuck with heavy that, like, they keep afloat? Probably Hennessy. Unfortunately. Niggas fuck with Hennessy heavy. Um, I they, had Duce for the first time this past week. It was good. How drunk did you get? How much? Um, hold, how much did you have first? Um, we got the bottle and we didn't drink all the bottle in one night. That wasn't a goal. We started on like a quote unquote school night, but a work night for adults. So we weren't trying to get drunk up. No, I mean personally, how much did you do you recall oh, having? Like, did you have like definitely a about half the bottle? You personally drunk half the bottle? Yes. Oh, you was like, like you got you got you got you felt real good. 
I did. I felt real good because I drunk half the bottle, but again, this was over time because we didn't do it all in one night. Um, but oh. I felt real good. It it doesn't necessarily taste good. However, it is very very smooth. It is something I would definitely buy again. I'm the I don't like Hennessy. Period. Um, the only way that I'll drink Hennessy is if I'm at TGI Fridays drinking a strawberry Henny. So, but Duce is definitely something that I will continue to buy. Yeah, even even though um, that's what I was drinking the night of my sexual assault, um, I still continue to drink Duce from time to time. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what else? We talk. I just mentioned Nike, um, Adidas. They just signed a deal with Pusha T. Um, people I was saying, well, Drake won, Drake won. Well, Pusha he signed a, a multi-million dollar deal extension. With the Adidas, um, said, uh, let me see, how did it say how much money? Well, it says he started his relationship with uh, Adidas in 2012. I know he got his own shoe, um, something maybe it's his own color, some some shit. I don't know. Uh, how much money is it? God damn, I'm sorry, y'all. I should have had this written down. They don't have the exact dollar amount on here, but um. Yeah, they don't have the exact dollar amount up here, but it says it's a multi-million dollar deal. So uh, shout out to uh, Pusha T um, and his shoe deal. Uh, let's see, what else happened uh, this week? Uh, oh, yeah, I saved that for my scam of the week. That has, I was going to try to use that. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, Speaking of deals, you don't watch Blackish, do you? I am on season two. You're on season two? Well, the actress... Uh, that plays, um, damn, Diane, Marseille, Martin. Um, her and her production company, Genius Productions, they signed a first look production deal with Universal. Um, the 14-year-old would develop scripts for Universal alongside her parents, Genius Productions co-founder Joshua Martin and Carol Martin um, is vice president, uh, the publication added. Uh, the first film reportedly being developed by the Blackish Stars production company is a com- comedy about a teenage girl played by Martin adjusting to life with a new stepmother called Step Monster. Um, Martin is also starring in the soon-to-be-released comedy Little, which also stars Regina Hall and Issa Rae. Uh, she also serves as an executive producer for the film. Man. Uh, so, yeah, shout-out to her. Um does that make any of you listeners feel bad about the things that you've done in your life that a 14 <laughs> year old has already started? She had, not only is she, uh, you know, a great actress, she's starting in these movies, but now she has her own production company signed with universal, not some rinky dink little deal either. She signed with the big dogs. <laughs> okay. Rinky dink. <laughs> yeah. Some people be like, yeah, I got a, um, I got a movie deal with Flim Flam Records and uh, Flim Flam Movie Production. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sit your ass down. <laughs> they, they movie deal with like straight to DVD movies. What's that um movie? What's that movie company? They always um always go straight to move straight to DVD, and they always have the black people. Is it Lionsgate? They always have the black movies. Um. Lionsgate do be having the black movies, but I, I don't. I, all of them don't go straight to DVD now. Yeah, some 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 Lionsgate shit do go in the movies, but 
for the most part. It's straight to DVD. But anyway, shout out to Marseille Martin. Um, I got to catch up on Blackish too. I think I missed a couple episodes. Um, uh, speaking of black, it's Black History Month. Uh, and Lyft, they announced Thursday that they'll be providing free February rides to three museums in Washington, D.C. that celebrate black history. Um, they'll give one free ride up to $10 in value to the National Museum of African American History and Culture, the Anacostia Community Museum, or the Alexandria Black History Museum. Um, so uh, shout out to them. So if you live in, the, in that area and you kind of close because a 10-minute <laughs> lift ride, I don't, I don't know how far that, that'll get you, but they'll give you a free ride to the uh, museum. So I want to go to the National M- Museum. National Museum of African American History and Culture. Yeah, I am planning to go this summer. I think we're going to take the train and go. Word. I'll meet you there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll meet you there. And we can walk around. Make sure you have your walking shoes. They say that it, they say it really take like three three days to really see that whole museum. Mm-hmm. Like four yeah. days, too. I've, that's what I've heard. So I definitely wanted to go like on the weekend or maybe like Get off, yeah, go on the weekend, go Saturday, spend however long, go. I don't know if they're open Sundays. I got to look into it at whatever rate, or maybe, yeah, whatever rate. I know that we plan to go down there and spend some time and at least try to get through as much of it as possible. Okay. In that trip. In other black history news, I guess you put this in. Well, this was from January 15th. Um, there's a... Uh, there was a cook who secretly fed and funded the civil rights movement mm. um, named Georgia Gilmore. Uh, so during the bus boycott trial of, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, so Georgia Gilmore, she, she was a Montgomery cook, midwife and activist who secret, who secret kitchen fed the civil rights movement. Um, when King, when uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and others held meetings of the Montgomery Improvement Association at the Holt Street Baptist Church, uh, Gilmore was there selling fried chicken sandwiches and other foods to the African American men and women gathered there who pledged to not who pledged not to use the city's buses until they were desegregated. Um, Gilmore poured those profits back into the movement, as John T. Edge recounts in his book, "The Pot Liquor Papers: A Full History of the Modern South." Um, in the process, her home kitchen became a locus for change. Uh, maybe it meant focus. Um, Wright's Edge, uh, the director of the Southern Foodways Alliance, uh, which is based out of the University of Mississippi and documents the intersection of food and culture in the South. Uh, Gilmore organized black women to sell pound cakes and sweet potato pies, fried fish and stewed greens, pork chops and rice at beauty salons, cab stations and churches. Uh, she offered these women, many of whose Grandmothers were born into slavery, a way to contribute to the cause that would not raise suspicions of white employers who might fire them from their jobs or white landowners who might evict them from the houses they rented. Uh, The money raised helped pay for the alternative transportation system that arose in Montgomery during the 381-day bus boycott. Uh, hundreds Hundreds of cars, trucks, and wagons that ferried black workers to and from their jobs across town each day. Uh, Gilmore's cooking helped pay for the insurance, gas, wagons, and vehicle repairs that kept that system going. 
Uh, she called the group of women who work with her in this project the club from nowhere because, as Betty Gilmore, Georgia's sister, told Edge years later, it was like, where did this money come from? It came from nowhere. Um, so uh, she's one of the, uh, I guess, unsung heroes of the civil rights movement. You know what I'm saying? She did a thing. And see, people always talk about, you know what I'm saying, if somebody die, you got to have a fish fry to raise the money or whatever. Well, we've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. Having a fish fry, selling fried chicken and pound cake and all kind of shit, that got us through the movement. So if you need some money, go ahead and sell you some fish. Do it in honor of Miss Georgia Gilmore, who helped fund the bus boycott. We was talking about boycotting earlier. Maybe you want to watch another type of football other than the NFL. Go save some fish or some shit so you can fund whatever league you want to watch. But uh, shout out to her, uh, Georgia Gilmore. That's uh, that's some uh, black history for your ass in this Black History Month. Um, and Georgia, they got a picture of Georgia, too. Georgia looked like she can cook. She got that look, y'all. What kind of look, Betty? She get, Like she had stirred motherfucking pot of collard greens up. You hear me? Measurement. She don't use no measurements. Miss Georgia, she uh she she know everything by sight. She just take just keep pouring, keep pouring. All right, that's enough. That's how she do it. That's how she do her. She all her recipes got words, they don't got no kind of measurements. A dab of this, a handful of that. No matter how big your hand is, it's a handful. But anyway, shout out to Miss Georgia. I don't know if I should say shout out to Miss Georgia Gilboa. Uh, what, what's the word I could say other than um, shout out to? Big ups. Big ups. I was trying to sound more professional. Oh, you wanted to sound more professional? I'm not professional, but because Miss Georgia, she died on the 25th anniversary of the Civil Rights March from Selma. Um, damn, they say she spent the morning preparing chicken and macaroni and cheese to feed people marching in observation of the, the anniversary. Um, they say her family served that food to mourn those. I mean, showed that, served that food to those who came to mourn her. Um, but yeah, shout out to Miss Miss Georgia because I I don't know any other word to say other than shout out. But uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you, Miss Georgia, and your sacrifice. Um, doesn't go unnoticed. Uh yeah, it definitely doesn't. Um, so yeah, so y'all sell your fish plate or something today. Um, let me see what else happened in the news. Um, remember last week we were talking about that lady from Chicago that helped, um, she started an effort to, uh, get hotel rooms for the, for those homeless people. It was more than a hundred, uh, homeless people in Chicago. Sure do. Well, um, last week she received a huge surprise during an, uh, appearance on the Ellen show to talk about her good deed. Um. Oh well, hold up! I didn't know that. They didn't say that last week. Um, she's a she's a real estate developer, so she got bread. Um, you had already you had already assumed that when you when they said she put it on her American Express card. That's right, I did. Yep, that is right. Yep, I forgot about that. Yeah, we did assume, but now we know that she's a real estate developer. Um, well, yeah, she said on the show that her uh, boyfriend was once homeless. Um, yeah, she booked the thirty rooms. Um. But yeah, after hearing her story, the talk show surprised um, uh, her with uh, $25,000 from Walmart. Um, and she tear- tearfully thanked Ellen 
for the gift said uh helping the homeless is her newfound passion and she wants to use the money to get her non not for profit off the ground which would provide homeless people with temporary and permanent housing um and just as she was finished explaining what she would do with her check uh, the generous says she called Walmart during the show's break and asked the company to give Payne another $25,000. So they gave her $50,000. Um, and they re they talked to her uh, Wednesday, and she said that her uh, appearance on the show was absolutely amazing. So shout out to her um, for doing something good. Uh, probably not expecting anything, you know, to get anything back from it. But she, um, you know, got a $50,000 gift from Walmart and the Ellen show and now she's able to start her not for profit. So maybe y'all, you know, the last story, you know what I'm saying? We wanted y'all to do something, fry some chicken or something, sell some chicken plates. Maybe you start selling your chicken plates. Maybe KFC will donate $25,000 worth of chicken or something for you to sell I the mean, plates. Cause you're doing it for Popeyes, a good deal. Cause Lord, let, let me tell you something. KFC chicken, all them chickens come off the same truck. KFC chicken is disgusting. They come off the same truck, beloved. It's disgusting. They don't cook it the same, and that matters. They come off the same. Period. If you get the extra crispy, extra tasty crispy, it's the just a battle. The only thing out of KFC I used to like was the goddamn hot wings. But not because they the were dry thing. hot wings, and they was bomb, and they was crispy. I don't want nothing else out of there. <clears throat> but, uh, so yeah, shout out to her. Uh, see what else we got going on this week. Um... Oh, this is a story I read. It was kind of sad. Uh, it was five children. They were charged with the murder of a local Nashville musician. Uh, the singer's name was Kyle Yorlitz. He was 24 years old. Um, um, and they've identified the kids, and they've uh, put their names out. Um, because under Tennessee law, three of the five children are allowed to be identified because they are charged with homicide and are over the age of 13. Um, they're Renaya McKnight, 14. Diamond Lewis, 15, and the Corey's Wright, 16, as well as a 12-year-old girl and a 13-year-old boy are all charged in connection with uh, Yorlitz's murder. Uh, according to police, the victim was killed outside of his home after he was robbed of his wallet and shot for refusing to give them his keys. Um, he was able to make it back inside his home after the shooting where one of his roommates found him around 3 p.m., However, he was pronounced dead at a hospital soon after. Um, all five were found together at a nearby Walmart in a stolen Hyundai Santa Fe with two loaded pistols that were also reported stolen. Um, he was a member of uh, Nashville band Caverton. Um, but yeah, man, this is a... How you that young and you... For one, you robbing somebody. You, fit, you 12, 13... 15, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 years old, robbing somebody, and then you shoot them and kill them. You ruin your life. Just ruin it. Ruin your life. Ruin your life for nothing. And that's the thing I, I want, I be wondering how people get so invincible to think that this is something they can actually pull off and not get caught. Yeah, and like, I don't know if it's like, if they did it out of desperation or whatever, because some 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 uh things that happen, you like, yeah, this person had to be super broke, like yeah, robbing like the family dollar or you know what I'm saying, like robbing a yeah. liquor store or, or you know what I'm saying, a convenience store. Like everybody know you're not gonna get a lot of cash out of convenience store or, or um you know what I'm saying, places like that. But people do it like I guess that's their last resort, but. 
for these kids, like, I wonder what their mindset is, like, and if you see the pictures, like, they look like babies. Like, they look, they just look like kids now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't yeah. see, maybe they just have, a, you know what I'm saying, they live, what's it, oh, there was a Nashville, Nashville dude got, like, a little hood side or whatever. Um, But the, the desperation to rob somebody, and they had two guns, not just one gun, they had two guns. Um, That's crazy, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, real crazy. That's real sad. Um, and then for y'all to do it in Black History Month, too. Um, Cause you know they niggas, you know niggas. they niggas. Yeah, you know they niggas. And see this, come on, Renaya, D- Diamond, and Decorious. Y'all knew they was black when I said their names. <laughs> and of course the guy's white, so now race relations in the city gonna be fucked up, mm-hmm. more fucked up. Shout out to y'all for fucking it, it up for everybody. Was. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else I got. Uh, it was a story about 121 pounds of marijuana getting seized at somebody's house. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to get into that. That's uh, a lot of marijuana, and that's all I'm going to say. I mean, it is, but it really ain't. If you the do, if you the marijuana do, it kind of is, but then it kind of ain't. Um, I'm thinking of it as opposed, I mean, in comparison to how much I weigh and that's oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's just a lot of marijuana. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I feel you. Um, remember, you know, what I'm saying everybody's been talking about the fire fest. Uh, um, so the guy that you know that was behind it, um, mm-hmm. Billy McFarland, he's been nailed uh for two point eight million dollars in the fire fe- in the fire fest suit. Um, he's gonna have to scrounge up together about three three million dollars to pay back an investment company. Jesus, this motherfucking shit! An investment company that got screwed when Firefest imploded. Um, EHL funding sued Ja Rule and Billy over three million over three million dollars they loaned the duo less than three weeks before Firefest was supposed to go down April 2017. Uh, as we all know, courtesy of the Netflix and Hulu documentaries, McFarlane was way over his head at the time. And scrambling to get any and all financial support for the concert. Um, according to the docs, EHL won a default judgment because Billy didn't respond to the lawsuit um, because he's serving a six million a six year prison sentence for uh wire fraud last year. Mm. Um Damn, somebody calling me. What the fuck? Anyway. Um so yeah. And they mentioned Ja Rule, but they say Ja Rule doesn't have to pay. Um, How do you, what do you think? Do you think he should be held responsible? Who, Ja Rule? Yeah. Uh, see, I don't, see, in the in the Hulu documentary, they like tried to say that Ja Rule, they, they said that Ja Rule had more of a hand in it or whatever. In the Netflix documentary, just they made it seem like he was just a celebrity face of it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I agree. I saw both sides to that. Yeah, so... It's kind of hard. I don't know if he put any money in it, but if Ja Rule is, um, ha- it should go. You know what I'm saying? Should be held responsible. Then, then the Andy guy, the the, the dick sucking guy, he should be held responsible because everybody, whoever, whoever didn't just fall out of it, who stayed in it to the end, I feel like all of them should be held. You know what I'm saying? Responsible some kind of way because all of those people knew that it had something to do with the planning or whatever. They all knew. That it just wasn't gonna happen, and they knew that they didn't have the the villas or whatever for the people. So 
if 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 Ja Rule, especially if Ja Rule has to pay something back, then all those people have to pay something back. Yeah. But I don't know. Because I do oh, feel like I do feel like the even the people that just kind of stayed and saw it fail in the end, no matter when they were brought in on the project, they knew damn well it wasn't gonna get pulled off. They knew damn well it wasn't gonna happen. Now granted, some of them had invested so much they I guess to a certain extent had to have the hope. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was gonna say too. Like I know it was one They had to have the hope. Yeah, I know it was like one guy that uh put all his like he maxed out like uh, his American Express, it was like a hundred and fifty thousand and so though I maybe not them those people, but it was other people that didn't spend any money. I don't well, I seem like all those people put money into it though. All of and but you know what? That's the thing. That's why like I kinda feel like maybe perhaps Ja Rule should be at risk or have to pay back but i don't know that i necessarily feel like some of the workers do even though they were around and they knew like the odds of this shit going like happening was going to be slim to none but you got to think people that invest in one hundred fifty thousand dollars and several hundred thousands of dollars they got to hold on to some hope that this shit happened because if not, they got to deal with the reality of they got to go home and they got to pay them bills and they have absolutely part nothing to show for it. Like nothing. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So I can't just say, even though I'm a person like it, sometimes it'd be hard for me. Like if I don't believe in something to just kind of stand around, even with jobs, I, I, I can't. But in that instance, Maybe I got to keep the hope and I got to do everything that I possibly can to make it happen because I've I've put in one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of my own money. So I got to make this happen. I got to see it through because otherwise I got to go home with this big ass tab. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah, because that's kind of like, you know, what I'm saying with us, we would throw parties and all kind of stuff. And it's it's a uh, if you put money into stuff like that. It's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, you gambling on the weather, you gambling on the artist showing up, you gambling on people showing up. Um, you're just taking the gamble that you're going to make your money back, and then you gambling whether or not you're going to make a profit. So, yeah, those people, I don't really feel, maybe it's just the people that really was putting it out there. I guess it, it all just falls back on Billy or whatever. Um, and... Oh, it's just real hard. It's just hard. This yeah. is real hard. I guess just make him be responsible by himself because adding anybody else to it, it just gets real tricky. And some people can end up, you know, getting in more financial trouble if you try to add people. Because even the people that then shelled out hundreds of thousands of dollars, if you say, well, you were involved, so now you got to pay back. Like they could, now you added more on to what they lost. Aside from the hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I guess yeah, it, just Billy. I guess it'll just fall fall back on whether or not you know what I'm saying the level of information they knew about. Like if you knew for a fact that you, let's say, like you knew that you sold a hundred villas, and but you knew for a fact that you only had twenty five and you still went through with it, mm. then you know what I'm saying. I guess it'll fall back on the level. What level of um scamming you knew about you know what i'm saying like right um but uh i'm sorry i got a text message y'all but yeah uh Lord, I don't know, I just, i'll just leave that to the, line bling bling i'll just leave that to the um for the courts to decide um 
uh, let's see what else. Uh, I got some good news before we get into our uh, last segments. Um, Mecklenburg County officials, that's, uh, you know, where Charlotte is. Uh, Mecklenburg County employees uh, making minimum wage or getting a pay raise. The county is bringing the minimum wage uh, for full-time employees at $15 an hour. Um, and they, they'll see the increase reflected in their March 8th paycheck um, on Tuesday, February 5th. Uh, board Chair George Dunlap made the emotional announcement. Um, I would say he was fighting back tears when he made this. Um, say so he's been that if the county is to push for a living wage, then we are to set the example. But yeah, because they've been trying to get um, the minimum wage put up for for a while, especially like in the Charlotte area. Um, and I had an argument with people about uh. Whether or not fifteen dollars a month—I mean, fifteen dollars an hour—should be the minimum wage or whatever—and like, when people hear minimum wage, they always think about like uh, fast food workers and stuff like that. But they forget that it's a lot of people that do a lot of jobs that um, are skilled workers or whatever, and they make less than fifteen dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? The minimum wage was said to be a, a minimum livable wage—seven uh, dollars and eighty-five cent or whatever it is isn't a livable wage like um people that work at a lot of plants they don't a lot of plants around around a lot of areas especially in rural areas or whatever they don't make 15 dollars an hour um nope. bus drivers um just a it's a lot of jobs that's out there that don't make um 15 dollars an hour so even customer service style representatives at some of these large corporations, whether yep. it's your life insurance and stuff like that, like they don't, a lot of them don't make that. Yep. So it's that's good. And it, it and like the guy said, you know what I'm saying? They should set the example. So, um, and I think it's like in Seattle or whatever, like they did it on their own. They set the minimum wage in like a certain part of the city or a certain county or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, set it at $15 an hour. And like um, they did, they were doing it for a while. And like the um the businesses, especially like the restaurants or whatever, um, they were saying that they didn't see too much of a profit loss. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and they didn't raise their prices also. Because people were saying right. that if they get paid fifteen dollars an hour, then all the stuff can go up. It won't go up if you're not greedy. You know right. what I'm saying? Amazon just raised their uh ways to uh fifteen dollars at least fifteen dollars an hour for everybody. So uh, and that be. was good for Amazon because I heard they worked some people like a dog. Yeah, I heard they worked hard as hell. Like they was they like, worked hard as fuck for they little. Uh, what I heard was eleven dollars an hour. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah. So so that was sad. You can't, you can't, I and mean, it it just sucks so bad because people work so hard for their money and it be so little bit. That make me sad for people. So I'm glad. Yeah. So um, well, hold on. Let me make sure this is for everybody in the county or is it just for yeah for fit yeah it's for, i think it's for everybody or maybe it's just for county employees this might just be for county employees oh. oh yeah but i mean well that's a good example for them but uh yeah it says the increase affects 89 county employees and will cost the county Approximately one hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars, including benefits for all positions. Um, but still, though, I mean, depending on how many people that live in our county, or whatever, it probably isn't. You probably it probably won't be a big tax increase or whatever. Maybe a couple cent for everybody on a dollar, or whatever. But uh, 
I mean, that's good. Y'all need to get them county jobs. Uh, but anyway, let's move on because I know y'all tired of hearing Moving us. on. Um, yeah, me too. You uh got anything for our segment? What the fuck were you thinking? Mm-mm. Well, I have one story. Um, let me see if I can find it because it moved. Uh, Chicago teacher is accused of arranging a brutal beating for her fourth grade student. Now his parents are suing the school board. Uh, the family of a nine-year-old Chicago boy has filed a civil complaint against the city's board of education for that for their role in an incident where the child's teacher invited another woman into the school to beat him. According to Jamare Champ's family, his teacher, uh, Kristen Haynes, arranged for a friend of hers to beat the child in the school bathroom using two belts the teacher kept in her classroom closet. The complaint was filed in a federal court Thursday morning. Uh, the alleged beating happened on September 20th, 2018, when Hayes allowed her friend Juanita Tyler into George W. Tilton Elementary School to discipline Jamari. Uh, according to a press release written by the family's legal representatives, Tyler slapped Jamari twice before she and Haynes lifted the child off his feet by his wrist and dragged him down the hallway to the second floor boys' bathroom. Jamari's teacher then left the child alone and unsupervised by uh, Chicago Public School staff and walked back to her classroom during the beating. His screams could be heard in her classroom, according to classmates. Um, uh, the family's attorney, uh, oh, hold on, uh, uh, oh yeah, Tyler allegedly uh, struck the nine-year-old boy, that's the Juanita lady. She allegedly struck the nine-year-old boy with two large belts um, about 20 to 30 times across his body, breaking the skin and leaving abrasions on the child's body. Um, once he returned to class, he sat at his desk and sobbed uncontrollably for hours. Um, but it says Jamar's case is far from isolated. Uh, Chicago public schools have been pressed before about disturbing claims that its teachers and staff members have physically abused students over the years. CPS has been opaque about how many, uh, <laughs> about how many such incidents of corporal punishment have been investigated and how many teachers and staff members have been disciplined as a result. Uh, let's see. Uh, and it says, what makes Jamari's case particularly bizarre is that uh, Tyler, the woman accused of beating him in the boy's bathroom, is a distant relative of his. But his parents say Tyler has been estranged from the family for years, and Jamari never met Tyler prior to the day of the beating. Nor did Tyler identify herself as his, as his relative to the child. She's not listed as a contact in any of his school records, uh, Jamari's family says. Um, and she says she was at the school, but she denies touching the child. Um, and she, well, she lied and said she told the boy that she would pay him $5 a week if he, she said, auntie's going to pay you $5 a week if you be good in school. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, damn, they went into her history. She got a, she's 56 years old. She got a history of battery. Oh, and mm. she worked, oh, my God, she worked as a foster parent. She's been charged with child endangerment previously and charged with domestic, domestic battery five times. She was convicted once on domestic battery charges in 2020, I'm sorry, 2005. Um, 
Oh yeah, that's a whole mess. But yeah, that's that a, is a whole mess. Yeah, it's a whole lot more to that story. But I, what the fuck were you thinking to get an outsider to beat this kid's ass? Like, I mean, I guess she chose the right one because this lady got a history of it. But uh, I read it and I was about to use it, but then I was just kind of like, I'm just not because I was so pressed. Like I was so mad reading the story like and i guess because as soon as i start reading something the first thing i'm thinking like if a motherfucker ever tried this with my child and it i don't do nothing but make me even mad so i was like no i ain't bringing that kind of negativity on the show randall brought it anyway oh yeah i damn sure did <laughs> he brought it anyway yeah i did and the one about them kids killing that uh yep yeah so courtney you know what time it is right Oh, hold on, hold on. I forgot one other thing. Uh, damn, I meant to say this. My scammer of the week. I forgot about that. Tell me, tell me about your, tell me about your scammer and they scamming ass ways. Um, well, there was a man. Basically, he uh, he fooled a fashion designer to think that he was uh Kanye West. Um, and he scammed a New York Fashion Week designer out of nine hundred thousand dollars. Um, you lying to me, Brandon. You have got to be lying. Nah, I ain't lying. Um, a former associate forged Kanye's signature, and uh, scam fashion designer Philippe Pling out of 900k. Uh, sources close to the situation say the suspect actually knows Kanye and reportedly contacted Philippe to broker a deal for a performance Kanye was supposed to do at Philippe's show. The guy misrepresented himself to Plain's team as a rep for Kanye and began negotiations for the performance. Um, but the uh, fashion designer not only fell for it, but also sent a contract over where the suspect forged Kanye's signature. Um, and then they sent him 900K in advance. Um, but it, this person is a former friend and an associate of Good Music, so uh, they got caught. But, uh, I don't know how you expect to get away with that, though. I don't know how either, because, I mean, obviously they were then, gonna, I mean, this is probably just be trying to figure out, like, when people coming up with these ideas, they don't make, like, a pros and cons list. Like, they don't sit and discuss to themselves what could go wrong. Like, I, I just am so confused. Yeah, you got to have an exit plan, especially for that. And, and you can't, like, be yourself doing it. Like, you got to have right. an alter ego or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or... Like, you, just, you think they wasn't gonna check like, it out or like look into it or like hit up like Kanye team? Like, I'm just so confused. And niggas know like you used to fuck with Kanye, you're a former associate, so they're gonna find you, you know what I'm saying? 900k, that ain't really enough to risk it. But the and I really can't fault the fashion designer for sending the bread over because you know what I'm saying? They he probably done had it on, on good music, letterhead, sending over contracts mm -hmm. and all kind of shit like that, so. Um, that was a bad scam, y'all. That was, was a bad, a bad, scam. bad scam. They had no better. I wonder how long he been living it up. You know what that made me think of? That guy hmm. from uh, Howard University that was living it up. Um, oh yeah. I wonder what, what what's been going on with that guy. Yeah, I was about to just say, what happened to him? Do you have an update? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened to him. Um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. If y'all know, if y'all know, hit me up. If y'all know, hit me up. Uh. We gave his Instagram on the show, but now I can't even remember it. I know yeah, it ain't in my yeah. search history. I damn sure ain't, ain't saved it. I followed <laughs> that nigga. Because all the good shit gone. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't got the range no more. Um, you got an unpopular opinion this week? I do. You first. Of course. I don't, I don't, you know I don't have no unpopular opinion. My <gasps> opinions are always popular, I think, most of the time. I don't really have an unpopular opinion. That's why I always try to come with what the fuck were you thinking or uh, scammer of the week. Because, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what's your so, unpopular opinion this week? So my unpopular opinion is like... Let me guess. Let me guess real quick. Do it got to do with kids? No. Oh, nothing about parenting? No. Okay. I, right. ain't, I ain't fucking with the parents this week. But I got some locked and loaded. And just as soon as I feel like fucking with them, I'm sure I sure plan to. Um, Moving forward. So I'm calling it my unpopular opinion, but... Um, I'm, millions of people think otherwise, but I just haven't, I've only met one other person in my circle of life that enjoys it like how I do. Um, AS, ASMR, is that it? AMSR, whatever. Uh, B-Love, have you seen her videos of her eating? Who? Oh, that, la- that lady? Yes. Oh my gosh. I fucking love it. I love it so much. I don't think that's I unpopular. Love though. it so much. I don't think that's unpopular though because obviously a lot of people like it because she got that, rich. That's what I shit. said. That's why I said millions of people think otherwise. Like it's popular for them that they agree with me. But just in my the people that I come in contact with randomly, it's only me and my sister in law that like love her. There's nobody else. Like just like how your voice was when Brittany hear me playing her, I literally be watching like all videos. I be all over Instagram and Brittany be like, turn that smacking ass bitch down or like get from around where I'm at. And I just love it so much. And it's, I just don't know nobody that I be talking to or that I come in contact with that love it like how I love it. That's I would, the reason why I call that unpopular. I would rather watch that other lady she has kind of big lips, but she'll like be she like turn has her mic turned all the way up, like the uh, the levels of her mic all the way up, um, and she'll be like eating like a pickle or something, and she just sits there and eats and she acts like real dainty. Um, oh, you talking about the lady? She's like older a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather sit there and listen to her eat than that other lady. Crack open crab legs and get juice all the way to her third fucking I knuckle. Love I hate that, that shit. shit. She eats so fucking messy. Knuckles. She ate a burger from Five Guys on the most recent one, and I don't know if it was like a double, triple burger or what, but she was eating that thing, and the burger was like almost big as her fucking head, and and I love when like the onions or whatever be falling, and she like picking up and be chewing. I just love it so Does much. she? So she she mentioned that it was from Five Guys and all of that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that's how I knew. Yeah, because yeah, in the was, comments, someone asked, that, that, and she said, "Yeah, she said, Brittany just messaged me with the slap in the face emoji because she know I love it so good." Hold on, hold on. So, so she didn't say I'm eat. I'm going that one like in in her like description and that like I'm going to eat a Five Guys burger or whatever. I don't recall. It was just like she just posted a, the video to YouTube, and I didn't go to YouTube to see the video yet. Even still, she just posted a little clip on Instagram, and I just remember in the comments someone said, "Where's that burger from?" And she said, Five Guys." Oh, okay, so it was... could very well be on the YouTube video. It just wasn't in the preview that she put on Instagram. Oh, okay, because I, I was wondering, like maybe like they probably paid her to um eat their burger. I'm sure. I'm sure she. But I mean, I was, she be eating everywhere. But I was asking because like if if it was like like the bag was sitting up there prominently or whatever, 
then you know what I'm saying. But if it was just like she ate a burger or whatever, then she probably didn't get paid for it or whatever. But and it's so crazy because I don't even fucking I don't even eat Taco Bell. Y'all know I don't even eat meat no more. But I was watching this one. She was eating them damn like Doritos Locos tacos, and it was just uh, oh lord. You wanted one. It was just so good. Like, I just love watching. I love here. I'm turning it on as soon as we get done with the show because I'm making my boil and I'm ready. And I'm making her um her boil sauce. Everyone has been, like, raving about it. Even celebrities that have made it said that it's really good, so I'm going to make it tonight. You but I guess that's my, un- that's my popular, unpopular opinion. Yeah, I don't I don't really have one this week, y'all. I, I be trying to think of stuff, but yeah, um, I don't have one. Maybe Come maybe on, maybe mine is that I really don't care about the Gucci shit. I don't really care. Um maybe that's mine. But anyway, uh you got anything else, Courtney? Nope. 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 All right, well uh appreciate you guys for listening. Uh be sure to email us, djbladeshow at gmail dot com. Leave us your unpopular opinion, all your thoughts, your concerns, your comments, whatever. Send them there. Uh don't text me. Don't text Courtney. Uh, whatever your likes or your dislikes, send it send it to uh, djbladeshow at gmail.com. We'll read them on the show and we'll discuss them. Uh, Period. Also, uh, rate and review us on, um, if you're on Apple, on your Apple podcast, on uh, the Google Play Store. Because um, you're listening to the number 63 podcast, comedy podcast uh, on iTunes. I just want to let you know that. Um, yeah, thank y'all for listening. Uh, you got anything else, Courtney? Nothing. All right. Well, uh, it's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.